superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. And I know you're going to love this, Chris. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Every single person that I see tweeting about Lamar and how dare he not get any offers and how dare people say, you know, that they're out. First of all. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Why won't you go for Lamar Jackson? He's so damn good. I mean, to me, he's worth the two firsts. Earlier on the show, host of Peacock's Pro Football Talk. Mike Florio, NFL Network analyst Maurice Jones-Drew. Coming up from Netflix's Luther the Fallen Son, actor Andy Serkis. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air the Friday before we find out the brackets. The Friday before we find out what happens in NFL free agency. It is March, and it is lit, and the hell going on is going to break out next week, and it's going to be awesome. Maurice Jones-Drew, my colleague from the NFL Network, who I'm going to be doing the free agency frenzy show with next Monday, Uh, he stopped by. What a great conversation we had just chopping it up with him. Mike Florio in hour number one giving us a preview of what's going to happen next week. Uh, if you missed any of that, guess what? Right here on the Roku channel, stay tuned to Roku channel 210. We re-air right away. If you missed it on this Rich Eisen Show terrestrial radio affiliate, Sirius XM or Odyssey, there's our podcast. You can listen to us every single day on demand for three hours every single day through the Cumulus Podcast Network where all podcasts are acquired. Um, and uh, we, we know uh, earlier on in this program, Chris Brockman mentioned that there is a lock on the door of Cage Brockman's room <laughs> up from the outside in. The, uh, the, yeah. the lock is unlocked because your he, son is here. He's here. He's yeah. actually strolling around the studio space right hey, now buddy. like he's Bruce Dickinson from that <laughs> SNL uh, skit. He's exploring the Boy, Bruce Dickinson. Bruce Dickinson. He's exploring the studio space. And there he is right there hey, with Chris Brockman. Hey, 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 hey. Take your son to work day. There he is. <laughs> there he is. Do you want to go over your uh, Jim Beheim rant with him on your on your lap right now again, or or you want to? No, not, no, okay, we're okay. <laughs> Very good, Cage. ladies and gentlemen. There goes Cage Brockman, everybody. Um, so he's here in hour number three. Guess what? Andy Circus is here as well. Planet of the Apes, Lord of the Rings. We also will be talking um, uh, some uh, some great times with him. Uh, from his time with the on Luther on Netflix, which is uh, out now uh, today, as a matter of fact, the great Idris Elba playing Luther is back. A great show. Uh, Andy Circus also in Black Panther will yeah. go down a, a a nice pop culture wormhole with uh, one of the the most famous people on planet Earth. Man's versatile, fact, man. You, uh, honestly, um, truly is, and he is not. A good person in Luther. He is uncool, to say the least. Really? Yes, I, haven't ch- I got to absolutely. check this new one out. Um, so we've here got goes. a lot going on here on this program. <laughs> Your <laughs> son is loose on this show. <laughs> What's up, bud? There goes Sarah Tiana. Oh, my gosh. We should have a lock on the green room <laughs> right? door. What the hell is going... 
hell going on? Wow. All good. That's amazing. Um, you know what's kind of crazy, too? Um, look, we will never on this program, ever. Not let a kid on? No, right, please stop it. It's a kid-friendly spot. Yeah, all the kids come. No, we will never um, criticize someone for giving us a soundbite. Absolutely. I, I just, I'm not going to be one of those people criticizing someone to give us a soundbite. Should Fred, Fred Van Vliet lit up the refs? After his game the other day, I don't think so. It cost him thirty thousand dollars. He's gotten his money's worth, I guess. It made him feel better. Um, but but, you know, we'll talk about it. But I'm never going to say what the hell is this guy saying, unless of course it's beyond the pale in terms of uh, propriety. Toilets. Uh, there's that. I, like, for instance, I, I, uh, on the flip side, you know, it may give us a drop and we may have our fun at the expense of somebody who can uh, take the blow because uh, the blow is feathered by the, the nest of $10 billion that he made in the last five minutes. <laughs> that helps. But. Brockman said he actually lost money this, this week. Right? Oh, Chris? is that right? Uh, no, you didn't bet on the Grizz and the and the and the Warriors, did you? No, no. he said Balmer lost money. Oh, Balmer lost money. I got it. All right. Well, anyway, the the the, uh, the the Memphis Grizzlies, as I mentioned to you, coming off of the NBA uh, All Star break, is my favorite team in the NF and in the NBA because they talk. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. I've adopted them because they talk, and they really don't have a a, a leg to stand on talking <laughs> because they don't have any championships. And their best player has completely, I will say this, completely let his team down. That's completely let his team down. He is not available. Your best ability in sports is availability. True. And John Moran is not available because whatever reason, for whatever reason, he hasn't hired his own private security. He's got to carry his own weapon around on the road, five in the morning, and he's Instagramming, living it out. And he's not there. That said, in this day and age where everybody is like, hey, uh, I'll go play with you. In this day and age where it's like, hey, let's swap jerseys after you kick my ass for 30 points. (laughs) You know, hey, let's go have an all-star game where, you know, we don't really try because we love each other. Kind of dig the Memphis Grizzlies. Talking the talk. And I just hope for their sake they can walk the walk when it comes down to it. And this week, Draymond Green went on his podcast and lit up Dylan Brooks again. Because Dylan's the one who's, would you say, the chestiest of them all in Memphis? That's a good assessment. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, He says it with his chest. He says it with his chest. And then Shannon Sharp says it with his cardigan. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes. That's the player who was involved in that moment. And so, boy, did Draymond light up Dylan Brooks for talking without a ring. And so last night, the Memphis Grizzlies, without Morant, took care of business against Golden State. And after the game in which he also went, you know, Face to face with Draymond and tried to get Draymond, try to get Draymond teed up. Draymond didn't take that bait. This is what Brooks had to say after the game, and of course, he was asked about Draymond. What was the message that you had to Draymond? That's what I do. I talk, and you know, I told him, I told, I, I told him that um, you know, keep that mic, keep that mic, better at the mic than 
pooping. You know what I'm saying? So keep doing this podcast, keep blogging, keep doing this thing off the court. You know, it's cute. It's fun for him. <laughs> it's cute. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and here's, oh, here's where Brooks has a leg to stand on. Where he's, and his leg to stand on is, hey, Draymond, yeah, you got all those rings, but in this here and now, early March, you're a blogger. You are, you're a podcaster. Because guess what the Warriors aren't doing right now, certainly on the road, winning and playing defense at all. I've never, I mean, you want to talk about a stunning fall on the defensive side of the ball. And I know they have injuries all season long, and, and I am not discounting the Warriors. As you know, I chose them to uh, win it back-to-back. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that's and so, you know, I know it's not, I'm not, you know, like sort of Monty Python. I'm not dead yet. So, but here's a kid calling out Draymond Green for being a podcaster because the way that they're playing defense and the way that they're not winning on the road – Draymond reminds me of uh, many of our representatives in Congress who seem to be spending time podcasting more than actually legislating and being serious about things. Because he's going on his pod, and which is very popular for good reason, because Draymond is going to be a heck of a broadcaster when he decides to no longer play and presumably go into the Hall of Fame, I would imagine. Oh, yeah. So... How does Draymond respond? This was him on the podium <laughs> after the game. Draymond, obviously, this, I guess, called a rivalry now has obviously been heated on It's not called a rivalry. What's that now? This a rivalry? You want to call it that or no? I mean, if you want to call it that, but I, I, I would disagree. All right. Well, where you want to call it, I guess, like. It's a basketball game. No worries. No worries. Why don't you consider this a rivalry? Because you have to, like, one team has to win. And then another team has to win. Then, like that's what creates a rivalry. Not because one team um, gets up for you and talk like they can beat you, and then not. That doesn't create a rivalry. Rivalries are created by you win, I win. And clearly, we won four times, and I think their organization has zero championships. So I can't consider that a rivalry. So when you say win, you ain't talking about. In, in March, you're talking about. Oh, I mean, anybody can win in March. Anybody can win in March. What that mean? I have a hard time getting out of my bed in March. What's <laughs> <laughs> the game in March me? That's <laughs> pretty funny. Great sound bites. <laughs> Just great. And I have to. Since we are in this world of sports talk, I have to side with Draymond. Wait a minute, Rich, you're going to give him a 10-9 round? I got to give Draymond a 10-9 round. Because <laughs> the ring is the thing, isn't it? Yeah. But I'm not going to say, Dylan Brooks, keep your mouth shut, because clearly this is this is the fuel to his fire. Yeah. And they need him. Morant's out. Yeah. Steven Adams is getting stem cells shot into his knee. Give him the shot. <laughs> it's stem cells right there in his knee. Jaron Jackson, one of the main tent poles of my fantasy team. God, do I love him. You know? Can Luke Kennard present that three-point 
outside shooting threat that only, I guess, Desmond Bain yes, yes, provides? Yes, Luke Kennard can. I'll tell you that. Okay, so this is what's happening right now for Memphis. So if Dylan Brooks has to keep yapping, then you keep yapping. You be you. But Draymond is absolutely right when it all comes down to it. What's the rivalry? You know, what's the rivalry? In that respect, who would be who would be Golden State's rival? You know, I thought Milwaukee. That, you I know, like who would said it be? Is it is it Boston? Well, they, 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 they played Cleveland. Is like, it the Cavs? Four Could, years in a row in the finals. It felt like yeah, but that's, that's a different that Cavs team. Yeah, I mean, that's come not on. even the same squad. So who 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 in his mind would be considered their rival? Well, they can't have one if he's going to just go revert back to the championship argument. Because if that's the case, then they have no rival, right? Spurs, but that team's over. That they're, team's they're over. all retired. So they're they all gone. D- technically don't really have one. If but you're just going to use the titles. How many NBA teams actually have a rival? It's like the old rivalries. It's Celtics-Lakers. Celtics, I guess Sixers. it's I guess it's whichever team LeBron's on. I guess, but they're not even good. The Bucs have one. But they didn't okay. play Golden State in the finals. Correct. They beat Phoenix. I don't know. Could it be Durant, Durant on Phoenix? I don't know if that exists. All I know is that, that I understand Draymond says a rivalry is if they win one and then we win one, right? Mm-hmm. I get it. But if Memphis and Golden State wind up playing each other in the first round of the playoffs, count me in. I'm there. Rich, well, if the season starts today... Is that what it would be? They would. Memphis oh, is the three seed by virtue mate. of losing a tiebreaker to Sacramento. Come on, and Golden State go. has the tiebreaker mm. over the Timberwolves okay. and Mavericks. So, I think whoever has that series, <laughs> ESPN, TNT, NBA TV, Let's is like, the, stop the count. Stop the count. Stop the count. And this is a series where home court is probably going to play an advantage. I don't know. Yep. I, I just have to believe that the Warriors will clamp down when the playoffs start. I mean, you would think so. But. Dude, they have the same road record as the worst team in the NBA, the Detroit Pistons, 7 and 26. I can't imagine I just I can't imagine that's the way it's going to be uh, late April. Just can't. Cuz they are champions, and but, that's what Draymond's saying. Draymond's like, "Hey, uh, I can't D- Dylan Brooks is sitting there saying, "Okay, podcaster." And 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 Draymond's is, response is, is like I can't listen to the old Patrick Wall on. I can't hear you. I can't hear you through my rings. Yeah. Sorry, my rings are in my ears. I can't hear you. And that's a good <laughs> retort. But great sound bites, gents. Appreciate Keep it. them coming. <laughs> I like it. Love it. Um, all right. What's more likely is coming up as a stirring conclusion to our Friday show in our week Let's go. of waiting for Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> and uh, when we come back, though, my chat with one of the most famous actors on planet Earth. His name is Andy Circus. He's in the new Luther film, and you know him from Lord of the Rings, Planet of the Apes, Black Panther, and so much more. Don't miss this chat with Andy Circus when we come back on The Rich Eisen Show. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. 
Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. I'm sitting here at the Rich Eisen Show desk, furnished by my friends at Granger. It is so great to be uh, back here on the Roku Channel stream, sitting here at the desk with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger is the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. This man has been in pretty much every huge movie that you've seen in the last 15, 20 years, and he's in the new Luther film. His name is Andy Circus, and he was in London, and I Zoomed with him just yesterday, and here is the contents of our fun conversation. Joining me now here on the Rich Eisen Show is one of the stars of Luther, the Fallen Son, available for streaming today only on Netflix. One of the highest grossing actors in the history of cinema joining us here on the Rich Eisen Show, Andy Circus. How are you doing, Andy? Hey, Rich, how you doing? Yeah, good, thanks. What a pleasure to meet you. What a pleasure you to meet too. you in person or over Zoom. Um, what an <laughs> incredible movie this is. First of all, it's great to see Luther back in action. I- I'm just wondering... Uh, how much of a fan you are of the television series now being part of the the film here, Andy? I, I was I was a huge fan um, when the series came, when you know when it started off and and uh, always have been. Um, and and Idris is such a formidable actor, and in that role, it's it's his role. He's born to play that part, and he owns it so totally. So so I was thrilled to come on board, uh, you know, for for the movie version of it, which which is you know the great thing about the movie is that you don't you don't actually need to have seen the TV series. It, it's a standalone piece in its own right, but it'll delight the fans who have who've grown up with the series too so it's it works both ways. it definitely touches all the uh the touch points of the luther television series and then seeing you in it um is just uh also to use a word a delight although i don't know what that means about me as a psychological <laughs> human being if i say your character delights andy yeah I, yeah i you know that's a very good point because i nearly didn't take this part because it was so dark and i just thought do i really want to spend time inside this person's head you know life's complicated enough as it is but um he is a, it, it was i literally wanted to have a shower and throw the script in the bin when i when i read it you know it was that bad and then i thought you know what this is this is actually a, a villain of our times because he although he's he is a monster he is a monster he's a psychopath and a killer as you say but but part of the monster is the technological world that we have all completely handed over responsibility to, which is, which is of course the internet and the way that he uses that to, to manipulate and to surveil people and watch them in their, in their own homes, using their own devices. You know, it's a, a very, very kind of why I, I actually went for the role in the end was because of the debate, I think about, about technology and how, how we've become powerless to, and sort of have given up almost, yeah, responsibility there. Well, studying your your filmography would take my my full day, Andy. So, uh, excuse me for just asking directly: Is this the first time you've worked with Idris Elba, or or have you or you have uh, you have worked with him before? No, no it's, it's actually the first time. Although our paths have crossed over the years, and we've always wanted to work together. And uh, you know, I think I think we're both 
similar in the sense that as well as being actors we have other you know parts to strings to our bow you know i direct and, and produce and so and he produces and he's a dj and you know we have we have lots of i think we we really respect each other as as sort of storytellers and and communicators and of ideas and so on and so forth so so it was it was really great to finally actually act opposite each other well, and so many, so many folks here in America, and you got to meet him through the television show The Wire. Uh, oh yeah! And then we're absolutely stunned that he he's actually not American and he's not from Baltimore, and that's how how good he is. Um, and now, you know, uh, having a thrilled a chance to meet you and see that you're not a psychopath or you know a golem or an, uh, a primate, it's pretty it's pretty neat to see. So, how did you first get started in the business? How did you first get rolling, Andy? Um, I I start well. I started actually at college doing visual arts, and I had no intention of becoming an actor. And then in the first year at college, you had to do a, a subsidiary kind of course. And so there was a very strong theatre studies department, and I, I started making props and designing posters for the shows. And and gradually over the course of the first year, I started acting in little roles in theatre. And then by the end of the first year, I, I I was playing a lead role, and I, I went, "That's it. This is what I want to do." It was a big sort of epiphany. And then I started doing a lot. In the early years, I just did tons and tons of theatre then started working in tv slowly and then in film and then you know come 2000s and and the the, the big canvas films kind of started opening up with lord of the rings and lord of the rings was your first big break was is that what you would say in that regard uh, or you know, what you uh, certainly i mean, i've done a lot of british independent movies but this right. that was certainly kind of on the global sort of front that was that was definitely a big a bit yeah a, a seismic shift as it were i imagine so so on on this program uh andy circus here on the rich eisen show sometimes i'll have to mention who's here because i we're, we also simulcast on the radio we do uh, a segment called celebrity true or false certainly with folks like yourself who have been so in, in so many incredible pop culture touchstone films and television shows to cover your entire landscape where I ask you something's true or false based on something that we've read, if you don't mind playing along with me, Andy Serkis. Okay, absolutely. Celebrity true or false here with Andy Serkis. Celebrity true or false. You can't handle the truth. Let's start with Lord of the Rings. Um, you based the voice of Gollum, true or false, Andy Serkis, on the sound of your cat's when they made a sound of coughing up fur balls. Is that true or false? That is a hundred percent true. Yeah. I was looking for something that was a physical action that also, you know, that, that would influence the vocal sound and Diz, our cat walked in and coughed up a fur ball in front of me. And I went, that is it. You know, that's the golem sound. So when you pitched that, uh, did when you pitched your golem sound, did you have to explain where it came from or <laughs> how did that I did, sell that? I didn't, I didn't. I didn't pitch it. I can because I, I, I had to audition. And the thing is, a lot of people think, oh, that it was a kind of a voice. In fact, it was described to me first as a voice acting role, but it wasn't. And, and I remember crawling up onto the chair in front of the casting director, and then starting to talk as Gollum and, and, and a very prototype version of it. You know, so so it started off with the coughing up of the furball. So it was a, you know, and that and that and that and that became Gollum, 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 you know, and that and so I was doing that, and they were kind of like this is weird this is so strange um and and then peter jackson saw it and went oh yeah he's the guy <laughs> sold that's what he said sold um and i guess i am mandated to ask uh because i talk to my dogs all the time have you ever talked to did you ever talk to diz the cat 
in that oh, voice and communicate we, with your cat. In, in that voice. No, I don't think I've ever done that. <laughs> so okay. we have two, two cats. This was a long time ago. We have two new cats. So we, we do talk to our family, talks to them as if they're human beings. So we're a bit weird like that. Very good. Uh, is it true or false, Andy Circus, that you own one of two prop rings used in Lord of the Rings? The other went to Elijah Wood, who played Frodo Baggins. Is that true or false? That's a, that's 100%. Uh, Peter Jackson gave it to me on my birthday in 2003 when we were doing the final pickups for the return of the king and and the very day he asked me to play king kong and he presented me with the ring from the two towers and it was it was an amazing gift amazing so, thing so and where is it now is it uh well, i can't tell you that okay i mean <laughs> it's, it's 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 in, hidden in a, in okay. a cave okay. no i don't want to get you in <laughs> trouble I, I guess then then let me just ask a, a macro question before moving on is what what is it like to play a performance capture actor i cannot imagine the the physical and the mental that's required for you to go and become another being that you can't really even see at the time i mean what what is that endeavor like well it's it's really interesting you know a lot of people have asked me this question and i have to explain it in terms of the acting process when you become a character you know my way into a character you're obviously you're building a psychological profile a physicality a vocal you know the voice you know comes out of those the understanding of who that person is and 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 where that character carries his pain or tension or whatever so when you play a, a motion capture or performance capture as you rightly call it because performance capture is the capturing of the entire performance the facial expressions the body everything all at once and audio um it's 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 actually like wearing a um a, you're wearing a digital manifestation of of the character so you the process of acting is no different to any other form of acting where I to be wearing a costume and makeup. You're still getting inside that character's head, mind, soul, body, etc. But but it's just a it, it's instead of putting on a costume and makeup, you're you're manifest as with digital costume and makeup. That's the easiest way to explain it. But so there's no specific. I mean, obviously, if you're playing an ape, then you have to research apes and you learn how to move and. and uh, you know behave as an ape but but it's it's it, it, it there's no what i'm saying is it's not a particular type of acting as sure. such it's, it's acting both sides you know like conventionally and then with a mocap suit on it's it's remarkable it truly it truly truly is uh i've got a few more celebrity true or false concepts here for the great andy circus here on the rich eisen show uh true or false the Coldplay song adventure of a lifetime and yep. the the now 1.4 billion downloaded viewed on YouTube um, music video of Adventure of a Lifetime of Coldplay. The band members are all chimpanzees, and you are the performance capture consultant. With the idea of the video born out of you, Andy Circus, running into Chris Martin on an airplane, is that true? That's that's a hundred percent true. I bumped into Chris. Now Chris is. Um, also a very very close friend of a director who who made i made a film with called matt whitecross directed me in a film called sex and drugs and rock and roll about ian jury the famous proto-punk you know uh singer of the 1970s and 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 uh, he had shot all of their videos he grew up with with chris martin and all of coldplay at college so matt matt and he were very close but but i was sitting on i was sitting in the plane and he tapped me on the back and he said look andy we we, we we're about to shoot our new video we don't really know what we're doing but we want really fancy the idea of of using performance capture so i said well what are you what what's sort of what are you thinking and he said we don't know and so i said well look come to the imaginarium which is our studios yes. 
and then we'll put some any number of different avatars up that you can play you know we, we, and, and he went and we, he looked at all these different creatures and beings that you can sort of off the peg pl you know plug in and then sort of get into the suit and and control and he just went no i want to be a chimpanzee <laughs> and then so this whole thing and that so they it, it literally they came in in the morning decided they want to be chimpanzees and we shot the whole thing and matt my friend who directed some drugs and rock and roll directed it and we i you know i consulted a little bit about movement and so on and then and then it was all done in one day and then of course the animation process takes a while to complete but but it was it was just so that they it was just so kind of in the moment and uh, it, you know you arrive at the end of the day and we'd shot the whole thing it was amazing so if he didn't tap you on the shoulder on an airplane that video that's been again downloaded 1.4 billion times may not have been made is what you're I saying. think that's absolutely I think that's probably true oh my gosh uh, a couple more here for you true or false Andy circus you cracked a rib on the first take of shooting your fight scene as Ulysses claw with Chadwick Boseman in the Black Panther is that true <laughs> that is absolutely what, true what happened that it was it, it, it was just a, an unfortunate kind of moment where where Ulysses Claw got up, I got up quickly, a little too quickly, and Chad was coming the other way too quickly with his knee, and it went straight in. And this was on the first take. It was all night shoots. Um, I just, I'd not long been off a plane. I'd flown in, and um, uh, it was in. The, it was a kind of one of the climactic scenes where he captures Ulysses Claw before he takes him for interrogation. And yeah, literally the first take, I felt it go, and it was like. Oh no! I've got to do this all night, and I've broken a rib. And I didn't say anything to anyone because I knew that we had to shoot this. So there was no way that we couldn't do it. And I just, I had to just gently say to Chad, "Can you just take, just make me take it back a bit, a little bit. <laughs> take it back a bit?" Yeah. <laughs> and we then proceeded to shoot it all night long. And I was like, by the end of it, I was so done. Oh my! What was it like shooting with him? Chadwick. Oh, he's I, such a sad loss. He's such an incredible human being. Was and uh, you know, uh, and, and was such a great leader on that film, and such a spiritual man, and kind of the, the, the energy that he created around himself, and 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 therefore the way it affected the whole shoot was extraordinary. It was a real honor to work with him. You know, I can't quite believe he's not around. Really. Me too. Uh, last one for you. Uh, true or false, Andy Circus? All the prison factory machines in Andor were real and you were actually assembling parts on those scenes in in andor is that true too 100 true the most amazing set i mean and it works so fantastically well and, and all of the crews all of the actors and supporting artists had to look I mean, there was a lot of rehearsal to to make all that stuff come together and look as if we've done it a billion times you know so so it was it was it, it was it's really thrilling when you get to walk onto a real set that functions and and you know you it's tangible everything's tangible and it's rather than it being a, a volume or you know or, or, or green screen it, it really affects you and that and those sets really made you feel desensitized as well with you know walking around on bare feet on metal plates all day yeah. long and those, you know, those paper suits it was it really did remove your identity it was so weird what it did to you, you know, i bet so and the floors were not really electrified then right andy they, I mean, it's not no we stopped with that. And so the last we saw of your characters, you, you turn to Andor and say, I can't swim as you were all diving to safety. Spoiler alert. Does that mean maybe you survive the fall and the swim, Andy? I mean, is that possible for a season two? What do we what do we think here? 
I always, I always say never say never, quite frankly. So, who, who, you know, and um, I really don't know what's, what's going to happen, whether or not he'll return. But but uh, I, I, I like it when they leave it, leave it open like that. I do. And, and I'd love There's to. There's always a possibility. Well, I, I would love that. Uh, I would truly love that. Um, and I've enjoyed this chat uh, as well. You're awesome in this this um, film of Luther. Uh, again, it's called Luther, the Falling Sun available for streaming today on Netflix. You're just awesome in everything that you do. This has been an absolute pleasure to oh, chat with you. Man. And I know, I've, I know I've kept you a long time, but we're also a sports show. Are you Are you a sport fan in any way, shape? Yeah, yeah. What, which yeah, yeah. Football, football support Arsenal, and uh, we're going to win the league. So, you know. <laughs> okay, so Arsenal's your team. Oh, yeah. Huh. yeah, okay. yeah. And my sons as well. They're, they're massive, massive Arsenal fans. Yeah. Wonderful. Uh, what a pleasure to meet you, Andy Circus. Thanks again for your time. Thanks Congratulations too. on Luther being as awesome and you being awesome in it. I hope we get to do this uh, in person next time. Thank you. Yeah, that would be that would be great. Okay, look forward to it, Richard. Take care. That's Andy Circus. Follow him at Andy Circus on Twitter and Instagram right here on The Rich Eisen Show. Fun chat right there. <clears throat> Fun chat. I just, I mean, the guy's been in absolutely done it all. Everything. Yeah. Uh, let's take a break. We've got, um, when we come back, uh, phone calls. We have also what's more likely before we get into the weekend and Dolphins quarterback news. O M G. That's coming up next, right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Don't go anywhere. Take you to the weekend. Hey, we outside. Sauce Gardner making a video in his backyard last night with Garrett Wilson and Brees Hall burning the cheese head that he strolled around in victory in Lambeau Field as a sacrifice <laughs> to Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> we all outside. Bearing, bearing all axes. You know, the grind and whatever. Bearing hatchets. Mm-hmm. Bearing cheese. I don't know. Why are we have why haven't we heard anything yet? <laughs> Your entire why have we not heard anything process yet? On this, process on this of course exchange. why haven't we heard anything yet i don't know what's man. happening it's friday it's gonna happen over the weekend is it gonna happen on monday tuesday what's gonna what's going i on? would imagine it happens over the weekend. Yeah. why next 48 because hours because the negotiation period starts on monday mm-hmm. so, so they, they well aaron so, needs to make a decision so the packers oh can God. figure out what they're gonna do in free agency so the jets can get their ducks line in a row what if suddenly Odell's coming? Ah, what if suddenly Odell to the D-Hop Jets might be coming? That's oh my what I'm god! Saying. Oh my god! Sauce is FaceTime and Odell. I just be saw quiet it on with Twitter. that nonsense. You be don't quiet. Know. I just saw it. Be quiet. What did you just see? Sauce FaceTime and Odell. Oh really? Sauce is. Putting I in love work. it. Yes, yeah, Sauce. Yes, Sauce. Sauce is putting in work. I Odell's think. Odell's at the barber. By the way, hold on a second. Doesn't matter where he's at the barber. You know what he's doing? You know where he is? Doesn't matter where he is. He's on a Facetime with Sauce Gardner. Let me express something to you <laughs> about Sauce Gardner. Sauce. I did not think when I fell completely head over heels for him at first sight you at the really combine. Were. You really were last year. Man. That was your when guy I came back one. from Indianapolis in 2022. I said, I know who I want for the Jets, and I said, I'll do a segment on it. You, you, you probably thought somebody else other than Sauce Gardner. I didn't know. Who, yeah. I'm like in. I spoke it into existence, and I then watched what he did in year one. That 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 was my best expectation. Yeah, first did, team All Pro. Yeah, I, I did bet. not see first team All Pro coming. I thought maybe Pro Bowl if we're <laughs> lucky, what have you. But what I didn't see coming 
would be in between year one and year two that Sauce Gardner would already have the ability to recruit on behalf of the New York Jets and be viewed by the people he's recruiting as a legit reach out. A legit reach out on behalf of the Jets. Hey, come here. You come here. You Aaron Rodgers, you come here. You Odell Beckham, you come here, which is brash. But do you think Aaron Rodgers would be like, this kid? Do you think Odell was like, who? This kid, really? Nah. He has already achieved the status of one name. We get it. And and plus, he he gets it. One name. He's sauce. He's sauce. That's it. Everyone knows sauce. He's sauce. And he's legit. He's a legit reach out as a recruiter for the Jets. Oh, man. Thank you, Sauce. You're the man. You face, You keep FaceTiming and burning cheese heads in your backyard. Hey, let me ask you this. You did That's a little... Uh, man right there. You got with Sauce during the combine, right? I did. Did you swap numbers? Um, No. I oh, mean, okay. no, because he was getting out and I was... Man, I don't have time to be swapping too many numbers at the combine. Yeah, you're kind of busy. But I just figured you had your man sauce there. We can't FaceTime sauce. Yeah, that's Chris. You knew where I was going with it. Oh no, I I don't have it. I I should be able to get it. You knew where I was going, Chris. By the way, you're striking out. I haven't gotten a text back from Robert Sala or Joe Namath. You didn't FaceTime. I shouldn't listen to you. That's false. Monster.com can help you slam dunk the job hunt and make your next career move. In basketball and life, there's the regular season, and then there's, as you know, the upcoming playoffs. Monster.com, though, scoring your next job, that's your playoff moment. To bring your A game, you need Monster.com. And if you're looking to change positions and join a new team, Monster can help. Millions of job offerings, great coaching and career advice for a strong performance when it counts on Monster.com, where... When you upload your resume, Mm -hmm. you can be recruited by employers before they even post their jobs. And Monster.com specializes in building the right teams for employers so they know how to match you to the job fits that fit you most. And when you score the position, Monster.com's salary calculator ensures you're paid what you're worth. The regular season's over. We all know the playoffs are no time for messing around. So get off the bench. Go to Monster.com and win your job hunt. Monster.com. Monster. The... Fifth year option for Tua Tungo Vailoa is about to be picked up by the Miami Dolphins, according to Tom, uh, pardon, Mike Garofolo, my colleague from the NFL Media Group. $23.2 million for the 2024 season. That, as we all know, is a bargain for somebody that can take your team to the playoffs. I don't know about you, but that looked like money. It looks like $23.2 <laughs> million of money. Tua. That looks like money to me. Okay. Looks I like, like Tua, money. man. Is he going to be healthy? That's the question. He That's takes the one more hit. Ultimate what? question. Yeah, let's hope so. I know. Let's hope so. Because we're all should, Tua fans, right? Every, but every single sign that They're we're looking, awesome. every we're just looking for any sign from Miami that they don't covet him anymore. And every single thing you hear out of Mike McDaniel's mouth and now from this report shows you they like him. They like him a lot. But boy, do we need to see him take a hit, get up, and play a full 17-game season. And if there's something that happens in May or June, then we'll revisit the issue. And obviously, if it's before the franchise tag period is up, then Lamar can potentially go there after the draft. 
But Miami's not thinking that. They're like full steam ahead. Free agency's being hit. Draft is coming. Two is our guy. That's it. So. Would you trade two number ones after the draft? Two number ones and Tua for Omar Jackson? Um, what do you mean? If you're Miami. You pick up the mean? option to secure the number. No, no, so the, you trade. Miami, Baltimore wouldn't take it back. Baltimore wouldn't take Tua back with two number ones? I don't think so. I, 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 what, just to get through the season? I guess, because if it's after the draft, I don't know. As you know, Baltimore could just match an offer. And the offer is just an offer sheet contractually, and it's just two number ones. Now, they could call him up and say, let's do another deal. Right. What, throw Tua in on top of it? Yeah. To say, we'll give you Tua, you just don't match. Right. We'll give you Tua, here's the two number ones. Boom, boom. Let's swap quarterbacks. Hmm. You heard what MJD said. MJD would do it yesterday. He would do it yesterday. For, if, if, with any team. With any, yeah. Boom. All right, it's time for the Friday staple. What's more likely right here on the Rich Eisen Show? Hit it. What's more likely? Never say never, but never. All right, Christopher, what do you got? Let's gallop through this All thing All right, here. let's get through it. We talk a lot about Daniel Jones. Talk a lot about the Jets this week, guys. Let's assume, for your sake and Jets fans everywhere, Aaron Rodgers goes to the Jets. Yeah? Who's more likely to have more wins in 2023, Giants or Jets? Rodgers and the Jets. Get out of here with that. And I know, and I know that the Jets' schedule is really tough. Really tough. But Rodgers with this Jets team, with Garrett Wilson and a healthy Brees Hall and a healthy offensive line, and if they don't get too hurt by Green Bay in terms of draft compensation, the Jets will have their one this year and hopefully have their two and have their cake and eat it as well. So I'll take the Jets with Aaron Rodgers. No hesitation. Put a pin in that. What else, Chris? I agree with you on that, Rich. Thank you, sir. Yeah. All right, with all the rumored moves of quarterbacks, maybe Lamar goes to Washington. Maybe well, that, Aaron Rodgers does go to the Jets. That makes so much sense What's more to me? likely to be the best quarterback division in 2023? AFC West, AFC East, NFC East. I'll still go AFC West. You know the three of them that'll be in there. You know that. You know that. I don't know who the AFC East is going to be just yet. And the NFC East... I don't know. It's like right now, if, you're st- if, the, if the floor is Mahomes, Russell Wilson, and Herbert. Yeah, everyone's chasing him. I got it. But what if it's Rodgers, Brady, and Josh Allen? Rodgers, Brady, and Josh <laughs> Allen would trump it. You know what I mean? It would trump that. <laughs> or Hurts, Lamar, and Dak. That would trump it, I would think. I just... But would Hurts, Lamar, and Dak trump Rodgers, Allen, and Brady? <laughs> hey, I, I don't know. That's pretty good. Huh? <laughs> we need, by See the way, where going? I think some you better put some respect on Pickett, Watson, and <laughs> nice. Burrow. Though, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> we need Brady to come back. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> let's just be honest. It's just more hey, fun. Tom, Tom, <laughs> Tom, Tom just back. leave out a bowl of tender vittles for the kid, right? <laughs> you know? Rich cat. As if it was that simple. <laughs> Rich, have you ever had a cat? They're self-sufficient, man. Cats I have had can, I have two cats. Yeah, we they need, can cats need. don't even want to be bothered. I'm Tom more of a dog bothered. person, but there you go. That yeah. is a beautiful looking kitty kitty kitty. <laughs> what else you got over there, Chris? Uh NFC West team to get back to the playoffs after a rough twenty twenty two. Rams or Cardinals? Rams. Yeah. Cardinals are gonna be in a bad spot, man. Jonathan Gannon is gonna be taking shots from a lot of places. 
Lombo's yeah. saying the Rams are shopping Matthew Stafford. Get out of here. I know what Lombo might be saying, and I, it may be true, but I don't think they're shopping. Stafford, you heard yesterday Les Snead say that, uh, you know, he's a pillar around here. It's lying season. I know. I, I get it. I get it. I think the Rams are – nobody's talking about them. We, we had a Rams right. announcer here, and they won the Super Bowl and two years ago. one question. No, because I think more nationally uh, of interest is Rodgers and Lamar Jackson right now. But I didn't stutter. Oh, my God. I think the Cardinals have a very challenging season ahead of them. And Jonathan Gannon is going to, you know, probably knows that going in. But I think the Rams can be very good this year. Very good. Interesting. What else? 13-team win from last year. Okay. Very specific. To take a step back in 2023, Bills or Niners? This is, a, this is what time of year it is. Um, I, I'll go 49ers at this point in time. Brock Purdy had surgery today. He won't be able to throw for another three months. Uh, and as much as I love Trey Lance, I mean, you're in the quarterback-driven league, we're going to go with Trey Lance over Josh Allen? How's that? Just for off the top of my well, head, my a- response. AFC, tough AFC. How about if Josh Allen gets Derrick Henry? How do we feel about it now? Okay, well, Ooh. a little different maybe. <laughs> Yikes. Not saying that's not are you, possible. Are you reporting? How's that for word salad? Reports? I'm not reporting a damn thing. <laughs> not this week. I'm, I'm <laughs> just, just done with this week. <laughs> that's, uh, I'm moving on from that. For a moment. All right, how about this one? This one's, this one's hot. Okay. This one's hot. Future Hall of Fame coach on the bigger hot seat no, going into next year. Mike Tomlin or Bill Belichick? Neither. So stupid and dumb. Not an answer. Got to choose one. Stupid and dumb. No, got to choose one. Dumb and stupid. Got to choose one. Dumb and dumber. Nope. Choose one. Dumb and dumber. I'll go Belichick. He's been on my hot seat for years. I understand. That's why. Uh, Tomlin hot seat. Get out of here, man. Rich, Dumb and dumber. Maybe he should be worried, though, because Brockman obviously has some power. He wanted Bayheim out. Gone. He wanted... The Rich Eisen Show basketball podcast. Adam called out the uh, the Bulls. Bulls, Bulls beat the Nuggets. Um, maybe Brockman has some type of weird power. We As we've about. seen this week, this Rich Eisen Show's got we got a megaphone. All right, last one. Uh, some hoops, real quick. Which which of TJ's teams <laughs> make a deeper playoff run? <laughs> Sixers or Sixers. Sixers. Sixers, Sixers, Sixers. Well, when you say deeper, when they meet in the finals, then wow. how All right. does that wow. work? Well, whoever's got the parade. That works. Sixers. <laughs> I believe in Doc. I'm with the Sixers. Wow. Although I love Ty Lue, man. Yeah. You I got like two it. good teams to root for. I do. But there's only one that has a new place <laughs> with over a thousand. Toilets! There you go. 1,106. There you go. So but who's counting? Nobody. <laughs> great what's more likely everybody That's so all right thank you today's guests andy circus yeah that was great man. and mike florio and mjd for being here in studio next we meet the hell going on month is up and running thank you for taking in this show right here on the roku channel where we'll wrap things up in a second but to our radio audience ladies and gentlemen the weekend Ha, 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 ha.